0: Welcome, everyone, to your She-Hulk podcast by Fantastic Geek, the official, unofficial voice of the Marvel Cinematic Community. My name is Matt, and joining me is my co-counsel, Pete. Hello, Pete.
1: Hello, Matt. Hello, everybody. Here to bring you our season, series, wrap of She-Hulk Attorney at Law.
0: It's always fun when you never know. Uh, Pete, as we talk today, Friday, Friday, uh, about the old She-Hulk here. Of course, tomorrow we will be discussing Andor episode seven on the Pop Culture podcast feed and Andor podcast feed, uh, a, a a stellar episode.
1: Crazy to think there are now fewer ahead uh, in this season. They've been renewed for a second season, which will be its last, um, than behind. But yeah, just five left this seventh episode. Uh, stellar like them all stellar more stellar in some ways can't wait to talk can't wait to hear your thoughts
0: of course some star trek lower decks in the hopper as well after star trek sunday but Pete, bringing it back to marvel i see this note here mephisto confirmed uh has it finally happened
1: well i mean he's been there all along right (laughs) every uh show since uh wandavision we've been saying it's mephisto it's mephisto it's mephisto uh but it's hit the uh hollywood trades this week has uh sasha baron cohen been cast as mephisto the project he strangely keeps getting linked to the the character and you know the the potential casting um is iron heart which I don't know makes sense, but Matt, I'll propose an alternate theory. Um, Catherine Hahn spoke uh, the other day about how they're just about to get started on Agatha, Coven of Chaos. My money would be there if we get him. I think the casting would be perfect. Sacha Baron Cohen uh, is probably my second favorite uh, male actor in Hollywood right now and uh, he would be perfect in the role
0: well bringing things to She-Hulk here I mean Pete we were promised an action comedy lawyer show Uh, I think it absolutely delivered there Um, funny and action and certainly if nothing else a flavor unlike any other MCU show or movie
1: Yeah, I think they completely carved out uh, their own niche, uh, being unique to the subgenre that we set up there. I went into this kind of cold, like, all right, next Marvel show. I mean, we had just come off Ms. Marvel. Uh, You know, we had a blast doing that. And I was like, all right, we're going to get the legal show. And I know there's been criticism, like, oh, they don't understand lawyer shows. I, I think they did. And then poking the humor, pulling the humor out of them as they did, I thought they really nailed that. But just, like, how much they did. I had, you know, no idea how far they'd go. There's been all the nonsense in the past weeks since the finale that does such a great job of uh avoiding the the typical ideas that we've seen in these um you know Marvel Studios TV shows on Disney Plus as far as how they end a, a season. Um but you know the Dennis's and the Joshes and the Todd's that got all bent out of shape over the breaking of the fourth wall and her you know, demanding to see K-E-V-I-N and, you know, how that went, um, who I've seen people say, you know, oh, if, if Deadpool did it exactly what uh, Jen Walters did, that they'd think it was brilliant and within, you know, the realm of the character. But here it's not because they hate women.
0: Well, to your earlier point about uh, how lawyerly a show is this lawyer show, I mean, I think this has as much – this has and needs as much lawyer show as Iron Man has science movie or as uh, Eternals is good movie, which is to say none of these really exist at very high levels. The story here is –
1: Matt hates Eternals, guys. (laughs)
0: I, it's, it's the I only can't
1: wait till all the Eternals show up in an Avengers movie and save the day. And I, I turn to Matt knowing it's coming and just wait to see his. I might, I might tally a ghoul him on that.
0: I look until I hear otherwise, I'm just assuming that the, the Eternals adventures will continue to happen off screen for many years to come. Um, but. Look, we don't. I don't think we actually want a show, a la you know Law and Order or L.A. Law or you know any of these shows where you sit and go, "Ooh, that was a that was a great cross examination there regarding the post-Sokovia nature of uh, vigilantism as allowed by the Los Angeles Code for citizen." Like I'm already putting myself to sleep imagining it. She can turn into a big green smash person, and it's interesting uh nay notable and and even more kind of uh present world commentary than when the 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 thought was originally made in 1980 that she's a very smart very powerful woman who uh in hulk form is even stronger and does not lose any of her intelligence to the the rage monster hulk monster kind of you know aspect of it um That's a much more interesting character to have somebody, you know, I think we can all agree, Pete, it takes a lot of work to become a lawyer, you know, the, the, the bachelor's and then the law school and then the sitting for the bar and all of that. So you take a character who's super smart, who's physically powerful, who's mentally powerful, who's able to combine those two by virtue of the blood transfer, gamma blood and so forth. That's a show I'm more interested in versus like, oh man, here she is you know suits style going into the the stacks to research this and that the other like that's just not this show
1: i think it was legal enough um you know to be able to do that and as you said the, the character not that daredevil doesn't have superpowers but you know having to hide it from the world as opposed to Jen Walters walking into a courtroom as the face of the superhuman law division uh, for her firm and you know now eventually on her own. Um, yeah, I think it, it did what it needed to do. I mean, the show was fun. And for it to be a different genre than we had seen with Daredevil and to so relish in that stuff. Um, All the worry that everybody had when the the show first uh, began to be promoted about the CGI, I think that fell away. Again, to make those jokes in the finale and the wonderful way in which they swipe at those criticisms and Spot on. Really clever. Um, And yeah, I think just such a welcome addition. And, you know, we end a phase in a couple weeks, Matt. Everybody's like, oh, Marvel fell off for me in phase four. Really?
0: I think, uh, I mean, look, insofar as phase four has, has been what it has been, it has been this post you know look after the 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 most earned kind of uh you know movie finale end of movie arc and so forth with endgame what has the theme of phase four been this massive explosion of a bunch of different things and have all of them hit no they haven't um but i think too there was for for as much as you don't want to have marvel on the one hand, there's the risk that Marvel can get too complex and it's like, oh, you want to go see an Avengers movie? Well, if you haven't seen the previous six and then also eight TV shows, you're not really going to understand it. That's one concern. I think that's a, that, that, that can be a legit concern. And I would suspect that maybe the Marvel grand plan, Marvel year 20, we sit and go, look, over, over the years, they vacillate from expanding the universe to then narrowing it down. Um, and back and forth again, and kind of it's constantly in growth or, or contraction. Um, I think that's just a long term plan for success. But in the interim, phase four, to get all these characters, I don't know that they're all going to stick uh, or stick long term and so forth, but it's like that you know age old quote, I've honestly forgotten what, is it a 5G quote? I don't remember, but like, you know does anybody really want Iron Man 5? And this is like, you know, five, eight years ago that was rhetorically asked by someone. I, I don't think we do. I don't think we want five movies of Iron Man has more suit concerns and Pepper pots concerns. And like, you know, at a certain point, change the flavor, but also make it seem familiar. And again, what has Phase 4 been? We got She-Hulk, who maybe is not the most obvious choice for a $180 million movie, but... Um, we got it here we got it completely different and when we do go see black panther in a couple of weeks if it's possible to separate out the outside of film stuff the loss of chadwick boseman all the black panther means to 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 millions and millions of people and means more to some people than it does to you and me pete uh, if we can separate all that out and sit and go, okay, we know what we're going to get in Black Panther. Suits and fighting and heartfelt and speeches and great music and all of that kind of the movie experience. That's not She-Hulk. At least that has not been She-Hulk. These are two different flavors. And I, I you, I think we're all better off having both exist.
1: Yeah. And I, I think, you know, the the place that this is created the characters that they brought. I mean, we all knew Tatiana Maslany was going to crush it. Uh, really enjoyed Nikki. Ginger Gonzaga did a fantastic job. Um, you know, the, the presence and moving stories forward. How can you not like pug, particularly with the stuff in the finale, you know, that they had seeded a little early on when the, when the light elf would, uh, would mimic him and it was like, oh, I love to sexually harass people. And then, you know, he's he's gotta go into the belly of the beast with all the uh the incels and you know, say the 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 coded phrases and everything like that and how disgusting it makes him feel. That's us. That's the viewer that, you know, they're they're shooting for. Um all right, if if you can't stand that there is a A woman that turns into the Hulk who uh, uses her brain in a legal sense. Don't watch it. You don't have to like it. That's fine. Whatever. Um, She's not going away, though they've not uh, announced a second season. The character will return. Is it coming to Daredevil? Um, You know, is it coming to any of the Avengers movies? Will she show up uh, someplace unexpected? remains to be seen but uh you're not getting rid of uh jennifer walters um yeah you just have to accept it
0: you mentioned the stellar supporting cast here and i agree with every word there you know uh jamil jamil wonderful as over the top and vapid titania
1: um just what she needed to be to like this this play on uh the Kardashians with some superpower mixed in and, you know, that's the brilliance of the finale of not needing to, well, we got to say where she came from and, you know, tie that up with a bow. No, no, you don't. <laughs> uh,
0: I do want looking at this stellar cast here. I mean, you know, Tim Roth back as abomination and so forth. I mean, down to, you know, beloved, at least beloved from the uh, the TGIF era, the beloved Mark Lynn Baker and so forth. Um who to be fair, he's also had a small but good run in uh multiple episodes of uh Succession. So it's not like it's not like the guy just appeared from nowhere after thirty years. But
1: his his, his um uh perfect strangers stuff that uh was brought into the leftovers among the best of that series. And that's a series, Matt, that was higher than lost on that controversial Rolling Stone top 100 shows of all time. Uh, definitely worth checking out.
0: So I do wonder, and maybe this is in the process from going from 10 episodes to nine. Maybe this is in the process of, you know, what what what's the uh in every uh 20 somethings kitchen, you know, aim for the moon, you'll if you miss, you'll end up in the stars. I do wonder. Did we get the best use in nine episodes of Jamila Jamil? Okay. She's not in every episode. Does she need to be? No. Okay. Now we can look back and say, I understand the role she plays. Could we have gotten more Nikki? I would have liked more Nikki. Could we have gotten more Nikki pug GLK and H kind of lawyer stuff without it being too lawyery a show? Um, I would have welcomed that. I think we had the right amount of, you know, iconic actor, Tim Roth and all of that. Um, I wouldn't have minded more Wong, although I think they used him exactly the way they wanted to. I do kind of wonder, you know, you get Renee Elise Goldsberry and she's frankly, barely in the show. I think but there's I a think
1: little. She makes her her presence felt. I, you know, is it the old Hollywood adage in terms of the performances here, leaving one and more, you know, people tried to make this show all about the cameos with, Bruce Banner, and Blonsky, and Wong, and Daredevil, okay? But they did such a great job centering on Jen to have Nikki support her, uh, and then you pepper in all the other ingredients, whether they were regulars, whether they were recurring or guests. And, you know, there had been all these rumors during production that they were struggling with tone. I think a lot of times that PR machine intentionally puts out, you know, misinformation and I think they nailed it. I really do.
0: Pete, are you telling me that the secret sauce is so refined that we had enough? <laughs> okay. Enough Madison King. Okay. Because I would say if fine, I'll grant you. Okay. The, the, the role of well, uh, Mallory, but What's that? you
1: know, she'll be back.
0: She better be. She better yeah, be. She was a delight. I think
1: it's inevitable. And, and you know, the idea, okay, let's get her together with Luis and have them have the scene and all that. I mean, the the beauty of the MCU now, as opposed to its stage as it began, as they were establishing things, now comes in the crossovers and who meets up. You know, I remember being so hyped OK, the the Avengers are going to catch up with the Guardians of the Galaxy in, you know, the Infinity War. And now this stuff is is standard um, and we become spoiled to that. Uh, but it, it's still another area where it does that. and And look like even Star Wars has gotten wise to that now. OK, all right, let's have the Mandalorian meetup with Ahsoka and Boba Fett and, and uh, you know, Bo-Katan and do that and building their own team now to culminate. Um, but, you know, to do it here in terms of secondary characters and to bring them back and everybody's got a favorite and everybody's got viral moments and all that. And that's, that's why they're at the top of the game.
0: Well, Pete, I would like to turn to something that I think has kept some Marvel fans up late at night. Okay. Charlie Cox did an interview with the Hollywood reporter where I'm gonna say it, Pete, he did float the possibility that this is a different Daredevil than in uh, you know, in, in the Netflix shows and See, all of I've that. Seen could
1: opposite. I've seen the opposite. That, you know, those adventures happened and that he continues to lobby for those other characters um i think they're they're deep into those discussions that they've already taken two characters from that specific show and integrated them i think is sign that the others can come that they're not in big projects right now um We'll have to see, I think linking him so strongly with Jen and, you know, the chemistry that Tatiana Maslany and Charlie Cox had um, and us wanting to see more of that is going to put them there. Um, I don't want to steal one of our listeners, uh, Thunder, uh, who writes in in a little bit, but I, I think it paves a pathway to integrate uh, She-Hulk into Daredevil, but I think they've got to walk a fine line. Even though they're establishing a new tone, that's a new show for Marvel Studios. Um, but you know they they have not done the thing where that stuff ever happened. I I've seen coverage affirming it, and specifically through Charlie Cox.
0: Well, I guess that certainly is a, that's a story, uh, a story thread to follow as things unfold. Um, Of course, as you had said earlier, Pete, (laughs) as you said, let's say several podcasts ago, this is yet another Marvel Studios TV show that does not definitively say, see you in season two. Um, And I know we've discussed in the past, you know, is that because season two of She-Hulk is, you know three of the first eight episodes of daredevil born again in that those are the la episodes so we're at glk and eight you know is there that sort of possibility uh which i think has a certain level of welcomeness to it but i don't know it is it's with a somewhat heavy heart that i look at this list and go this is a bunch of shows that at least with the old parlance the old model of how television used to be it's one and done
1: Well, I mean, you just said that it's difficult to plot an entry point to the MCU that between the number of films, what, 29 films now?
0: Uh, It sounds about right, yeah.
1: Okay, and then, you know, all these shows, what do I have to watch, where do I start, et cetera, et cetera, you know, multi-season runs of all these shows make that more imposing more intimidating so if anything it's going the other direction i mean what do all the metrics show right now matt it's TikTok. it's you know the algorithm it's seeing it in seconds and then being done with it and you know i think they can't ignore that stuff but then that little streamer that was going to be bite-sized eight-minute movies and TV shows fell on its face and didn't turn into anything. Um, Tatiana Maslani told uh, Extra, she said, uh, on a second season, she said, I, I mean, I don't think so. Uh, Kevin in the scene, in the finale she's talking about here, seems to be very dismissive of this idea. Uh, So if we're basing this off of the real Kevin, it doesn't seem likely, but he was also, I think, just trying to get rid of Jen because she was asking too many questions. I don't know. If I could be coy and have some little secret, I would do that, but I really don't. I don't know anything. That's her word publicly at this point. Um, Like I said, the characters coming back when and how remains to be seen. All right. No second season announcement at this point. Um, They've just wrapped production on season two of Loki. We get that next summer. Um, I'm really interested to see how they go with a second season of one of their shows and, and what that looks like, particularly that one that has such import to the next phase is. Um, So, yeah, you know, and and that's where I think they could have a lot of fun with She-Hulk and, you know, all these other characters we've talked about.
0: I think too, in terms of the, the trajectory coming out of this show, fine. We hit the, the daredevil end. We hit the, you know, outright season two of She-Hulk end. We hit the, uh, uh, you know, the possibility of the She-Hulk show uh, being in, daredevil born again etc I, I have to confess a little out of left field much out of left field was the hulk stuff at the end and and scar his son and all of that i'm not saying out of left field in terms of uh unbelievable because certainly you know why are, why is the ship here the ship is taking him to something important um in retrospect you know as i think i said in the episode nine podcast a sensible arc there in terms of he's pulled away, he goes away, of course he comes back. Um, but I look at this schedule and go, ah, the logical point to get more Hulk and Scar is um is let's see, look at phase five. Ant-Man, no Guardian's I mean, maybe, probably not. Me May- Guardian's holiday special? Uh then it's more of like a Hulk thing. The Marvel's Where's the
1: first unannounced
0: date um you know i have to admit i don't have the unannounced dates on the list but you are absolutely right and that's actually that you know it's like pete it reminds me of some wise master yoda stuff look i'll paraphrase here and you can give the direct quote uh from 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 memory don't look for the planet look for where the planet is not what was the thing he told the youngling that you know everybody's fan favorite anakin skywalker was going to kill in the next movie
1: when uh, Obi-Wan uh, lost the planet, Master Obi-Wan has. How embarrassing.
0: Um, So you're right. There are these hidden dates there. So I guess you're proposing that's what, along with the fairly, the decent rumor based on true financial fi- filings from 10 years ago or ish, that in 10 years time ish, Uh, Is when Marvel got all the Hulk rights, Hulk movie rights back, like whatever the exact year is, this is the year that it happened. Are you then proposing that there's the, you know, there's Hulk in space, 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 the movie that can only be announced once the actual
1: rights resuming date has been passed? Could very well be the case. I don't think you introduce that character without a landing spot other than what he just showed up in.
0: Um I would agree and I guess I had not thought of the conclusion of She-Hulk through the lens of you know through the lens of this is absolutely positively objectively a launching point for a Hulk movie franchise but I think that that makes a ton of sense again with the I want to I want to stress again to listeners it this is not weirdo blog stuff you can do the digging and i did it a while ago it's it's dense and legal but you know it is true that if the legal filings with the sec were accurate and if things have not been amended since then it is true that the hulk movie rights revert to marvel like in 2022 or 2023 or 10 years after this date which is nowish like that kind of thing it's very very true
1: yeah and uh, i think their announcement with the appearance of this character. Look, Matt, you have three Hulks now. Potentially with a casting, you know, we talked about Sacha Baron Cohen. Uh, Let's let's talk about Harrison Ford, Matt, as uh, General Thunderbolt Ross. Um, Will he become Red Hulk? Will we have four running around? Could they all appear in a project together? um yeah i i think there's possibility for that too they they've seen that hulk solo efforts uh spotty so the secret sauce has been okay pair him with stark here pair him with his cousin the black widow stuff with thor okay um
0: well that's also been out of necessity because of this deal now if you want to say
1: yeah yeah, Hulk yeah, is more beloved I, I,
0: I now than ever.
1: Critical reception, too. Okay, go all the way back to Ang Lee's Hulk and novel for the time, and certainly watchable. Um, like the comic esque panel presentation at at times, but then I think of the whole Nick Nolte becoming a human lightning bolt towards the end and the gigantic dogs. And I was like, why is the lighting so low? Not so much. Um, They have refined what they can do with these characters. There were people too freaking out that, why is Smart Hulk so much tinier than Abomination? Like, We just need to take a breath as far as the realism that is on these screens.
0: Which I think is a good way to circle back and say uh, concerning the CG realism that you had mentioned before. I think it's clear that the show had really big ambitions when it came to relying on a fully CG She-Hulk. Clearly the ambitions were more than they could do either for the costs that they were willing to pay slash the time that they had both of which are finite resources uh, sometimes time more than money like i don't know what that discussion is where you sit and go come on disney plus give us eight million more dollars like at at what point you have to do the effects like i don't know that that makes a difference but pete you may have heard okay of the uh the green lantern movie which at the time it was not an issue of money they literally like it literally was we have all these scenes where we need to render CG outfits for everybody. And it was like, you have 12 weeks, but everyone is booked up already. And you got your movie out late. Like there, that, that was a movie where it was not money. They could have doubled, tripled, quadrupled the thing. Everyone was booked up. So back to she Hulk, clearly they fell short with flawless VFX. Um, is, do we get a special edition in a couple of years are there people at at you know uh the star wars end of lucas film of of uh industrial light and magic going yeah that's why we've had like one luke skywalker season the one season and the result was really really good but not without problems and then we spent an entire year doing another couple of scenes with luke skywalker and really sitting and going we're gonna decide when we cut away dialogue wise, because we're not really good at the S's or the the, the sound. So we're gonna cut away like they had a real surgical Luke Skywalker Mandalorian Mandalorian season two, uh Book of Boba Fett. Um did this show have that uh ability to cut away? Well, they made a joke about it and
1: I, apparently I scenes were cut. That they leaned into it and and made the joke and and then threw you the wakanda uh you know drums all right we're, we're not going to shy away from it um go back and look at the mcu hulk movie and how cartoonish it is in spots okay granted it's 15 years prior um there's going to be those differences um it's it's camera ready enough it's to the point where we accept it. And again, if you're not crossing that uncanny valley, okay, let's let's have the joke that it's expensive and that she shrinks down uh, or or hulks out when uh, she's off screen, and we can deal with it. the The story moves forward. The character is who she is. Um, and the first one in this universe to speak to us, uh you know we've had as this show ironically matt ran the deadpool 3 announcement um and you know the big one with the return of of hugh jackman logan wolverine um i think we've got to get these two fourth wall breakers together i think that's something to look forward to in your you know multiverse saga it it's it has to happen um you know, but here we are. We have this uh, this is far greater a show than I anticipated when it started. You know, i I hesitate to anoint um, the Daredevil episode my favorite. I adored the finale. Uh, I think we all liked the um the episode with Madison, um, you know with the with the magician um i really like the wedding episode i i had a lot of favorites and i can't really point to something i didn't like it it's funny matt but the the critics of this show didn't like any of it
0: but watched every week to Uh, have uh, stuff to blog about uh, on uh, uh, intelligentsia yep To Twitter, we go for some feedback here. Uh, People asked to rate the season. The lowest level, which was uh, OMG emoji, Jim looks into the camera. That got 0%. Two hearts, some fun. Uh, That's two green hearts, by the way. 8.6%. Three green hearts, 22.9%. Solid fun. And then four green hearts, smashing 68.6% to some of the comments pete first up is bob Keeley at r on twitter i loved it this is one of my favorite marvel shows uh they need to do something to shake things up so they don't become a parody of themselves and this show did it well i want to underline that pete the arrowverse cw stuff has not been my cup of tea uh i did have recommended to me uh a couple of years ago the um the I think their crossover event was Crisis on Infinite Earths, which has a lot of fun little moments. Um, but it just felt like the same thing that I had seen when I checked out ten episodes of the first season of Arrow. It felt like the beginning of Flash. Like it all felt so the same. And then when you get fifteen heroes all running around in their same spandex outfits in Vancouver, it just needed to be shaken up. And now here we are. We're that you know the CW is fading away, et cetera, et cetera. But Bob's point here is we went for all new, all different, and we were better off for it. I would agree. Next, Pete Noel Gardner at Noel Camille says this. This is this is what you had mentioned the 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 very thoughtful tweet here. I really loved this show way more than I expected. The only critique I have is I would have liked more courtroom scenes. On rewatch, I noticed that Jen doesn't break the fourth wall after Kevin said he fixed the error. I hope we see her again soon is that your story solution pete
1: i think so i really really like this was was the glitch corrected and then does it somehow re-glitch again down the road we know that she's done it does she not do it I, i think it's such a small sampling size afterward um but obviously noelle's drawing our attention to that um does she make Daredevil born again does she not do it there and then you know somehow in in that or in another story we flip the glitch again and then and then she's able to do it and then she's with Deadpool and uh obviously he knows all the real world criticism that's been uh heaped on the character and and he fights it off uh that's how i'd go at it
0: spiderham lincoln tess lc 139 says it was a solid series that had its highs and lows those were different for everyone but it deserves its place in the mcu tv world and even if she doesn't get a second season tatiana's uh, she hulk should definitely be a continuing part of the greater mcu jen walters is here to uh to stay and tweet at law kclyle ones says rather humorously, from your lips to Kevin's auditory input sensors.
1: <laughs> I had not expected to enjoy Tatiana Moslani's character here as much as I did. Um I did not have any experience with uh Orphan Black. Um and I think she's just such a welcome breath of fresh air here in this universe, again, you know, almost 15 years now. You need to reinvigorate. You think of all the fresh faces we've gotten in this fourth phase because, again, you know, we're going to have people smack-talking it that, you know, after the big uh, culmination that they can't do it. Matt, four years from now, three years from now, when when we're wrapping up th- these next three phases um yeah i think we're gonna be just fine
0: pete back to twitter where we hear for at j philly b4 fandom who says as a woman who's been practice a practicing attorney for almost 20 years i had so many concerns about how they were going to balance a professional woman with an angry she hulk my concerns were not only misplaced they were dare i say it smashed oh well <laughs> done j philly b really hope we get to see more of jennifer walter's smashing fourth wall's expectation i'm going to read the, the rest of j philly b4 fandoms thing here with with gusto really hope we get to see more of jennifer walters smashing fourth walls expectations and matt murdoch in the future <laughs> way uh well done j philly b that was uh that was a delight penultimately pete back to tweeter at law kclyle1 i loved it the fourth wall smashing the self-awareness some incredibly funny moments cool guest stars and amazing performance by tatiana maslani i really hope we see shulky again in season two or in the movies screw the haters uh and lastly pete we hear from casey j mcgeorge that's mcgeorge 36 on twitter tatiana maslani was perfect for the role funny show hope there is a second season if so hope there's more courtroom comedy in there I think they could carve out a niche with her and the firm dealing with superhumans and mutants and the legal system.
1: I mean, that Jen asks specifically she's us in the scene with uh, Kevin. When are we getting the X Men? Makes the face. Uh, maybe she comes to their aid. Maybe I'd, I'd kill to see her um, and, you know, Kamala Khan together you know, defending her in a court and then, you know, mixing it up outside. Uh, gee, Hell's Kitchen is nearby Jersey City. Make that happen.
0: Maybe that's a theme for phase six, where these things start getting knit together. I, I think there's, there's definitely a ton of potential there. And look, Pete, in the course of phase four, we refreshed... You know, we brought in new characters after retiring some old ones and so forth, and now we're prepped for them to be further integrated into the MCU. Pete, let's go to the email inbox, where first up is Steve Adams, who says, Overall, I didn't think She-Hulk was bad, but it did have a couple big issues. They say a hero is only as good as their villain, and She-Hulk had no good villains. Titania as a character was a huge disappointment. She had absolutely nothing in common with her comic counterpart, aside from the name, and she disappeared at the halfway point, except for a quick shot in the finale. I was looking forward to her being featured, and Marvel dropped the ball with her. Also, the show failed where Ms. Marvel succeeded. As She-Hulk focused on the struggle of women in society, Ms. Marvel focused on the struggles of people of Middle Eastern origin in society. The difference is that Ms. Marvel also got a villain to punch. Marvel has not had a female hero, who had such strength and physicality before. I think they tried to downplay that part of her character in the finale. I'm glad I watched this, but it was not my personal favorite show. I'm looking forward to the next installment of Marvel Television. So until then, stay fantastic. Pete, an interesting argument here. I don't don't know that I agree with Steve in the overall sentiment, but I have a hard time. I can't excuse away his theory um, that the female hero with strength and physicality had that downplayed in the finale.
1: Yes. You know, there are people that are critical that they veered from a solution to Abomination and Todd Hulk and everything that they didn't write their way out of it from a story solve instead of, all right, she breaks fourth wall and and goes to... The Marvel Universe, uh, you know, uh, runner. Um, I hear him on the on the villain thing. I I do. Um, I I don't know that you always need the great villain. You know, are there some things to pick at too? I mean, I meant to mention before. Uh, hey, uh, Bruce, build me an inhibitor so I don't need to be She Hulk. No, I can't do that. Um, Oh, one's built for Blonsky by the end of his trial. Wow, science moves quick. Now they have one for Gen 2. She gets shackled by the the thing that she wanted earlier on. That's good writing there, but wow, they science moves quickly in the MCU, doesn't it?
0: Um yeah, I look, I don't mean to trot out yet another Made in the age of COVID, kind of thing. And I think to a large degree, this show was not. Certainly certainly not like WandaVision, where you say all the inside stuff was from before anybody knew about a global pandemic that, you know, forever impacted society for all those months and so forth. And then all the outside stuff was, you know, uh, 10 months later in a somewhat different world, et cetera, all that. But that said, You know, the show is an episode shorter than the original plan. I mean, you raise an excellent criticism there with the inhibitor stuff. You know, what happened in the adaptation process, not from comics to live action, but in the adaptation process from 10 to 9. um, Is that where some of your Titania stuff is? Is that where, you, you know, I don't know. Every show is made with, every show can use more time and every show can use more money the best shows are the ones where you never stop and say, you know, wait a minute, this doesn't make sense or, 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 you know, Hey, if only this, that, the other, um, I feel like there's perpetually something. There's perpetually something in the Marvel studios DNA where it's like, it was almost perfect, but, and we all go, yeah, I agree that that's a, but, you know, Black Panther, a, 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 you know, dynamic movie that brought, millions of people together and it's crappy cgi fight in the tunnel at the end why because that was the cgi that they had at the that was the last in the shot list and they, you know they ran out of time it wasn't it wasn't money they ran out of time you know there's perpetually something like that with marvel studios versus like star trek 2 massively shorter budget retread of a very popular episode the, the the fantasy island guy happens to still have a great chest and it's brilliant. You know, I don't I don't know why sometimes that's the case. Um, but but yeah. She-Hulk was not perfect. She-Hulk season one was not perfect. Anywho, Pete, to Stacy's email we go. She says, Well, I'm pretty sure I used up all the superlatives I know when talking about She-Hulk in previous emails. So I'm going to share my sister's response to our brother who posted on Facebook that She-Hulk wasn't his quote jam period, close quote pete i can already sense the iciness from stacy's sister here so here's stacy's sister i thought that the series was a fun watch the episodes were short and funny i've run out i've run into a number of snowflake emojis uh snowflake dudes who refuse to watch any episodes because of the 30 second promo where she hulk shows some hubris and says she can control her anger because she is a woman Close quote thus thus ends stacy's sister's comments here Stacy saying i disagree with her word hubris because i don't think jen had excessive pride or self-confidence but funny yes also smart and self-aware and the casting was perfect not one misplaced actor as with ms marvel i appreciated your thoughtfulness in regards to issues that don't necessarily impact uh directly impact you as middle-aged white men i was listening to another podcast covering the mcu uh, and they not only didn't think She-Hulk was funny, but also found the mentions of what it's like to be a woman in society, to be to be heavy-handed. I'm not laughing at Stacey's words. I'm laughing at the notion that a show about a woman in society where she reflects on being a woman in society <laughs> can somehow be inauthentic. Steam uh, on theme, check. Yeah. Um. I mean we'll get back to Stacey's words in a second i mean if you want to like if you want to say oh in captain marvel if we imagine you know there was a monologue as follows like oh in captain marvel when she talks about what's like being a woman who's a, a a space cop you know that was that was too much okay fine is that necessary to the world of captain marvel and so okay fine this is like literally a you know prior to her power thing she's like a a woman in a you know a diverse field to be true but you know, a traditionally male-dominated field that of, you know, uh, being a lawyer and so forth. So, yeah, anyhow, Pete, back to Stacy's words here. Maybe they're right, Stacy says, but most shows don't even bother or worse, lean into making us the joke. When Jen slash She-Hulk was the joke, it was never mean or cruel. Of course, it's possible, I think, that because I related to She-Hulk's struggles with finding nice clothes and shoes, seriously, shoes are the worst, and hitting her head on low ceilings, low light fixtures, et cetera. Can't believe it's done already. What a fun ride! Can't wait to see what the MCU does next. And always looking forward to your thoughts, Pete. That's from Stacy, aka Stingray, aka Truck Girl eighty eight on Twitter.
1: Always thoughtful out of Stacy, and thank you for making us aware that other podcasters not really being open minded. Hopefully, we're providing a place where people know they can get some open minded
0: stuff, Pete. Let's add to the chorus of voices and of wisdom. We go now to Fred from the Netherlands.
2: Hello Matt and Pete and all listeners to Fantastic Geek. This is Fred from the Netherlands with some feedback for the season one of She-Hulk. Halfway this season I stopped giving feedback and that was not because I didn't like it. I think it was fun, it was hilarious sometimes even. I really liked the conceptual art. I liked Tatiana Maslany, but it was just for fun entertainment, and I didn't have much to say other than it's nice, it's funny, and uh, it didn't have that much depth that I reflect on it a lot. But now the season is over, I can have a look back and also give a little bit feedback about the last episode. I think I would give this series as a whole a 7 out of 10. I often see on Twitter etc that people are giving 1s and 2s or 9s or 10s, but nothing in between. I think this is in between. Uh, first off it's the lack of depth, but on the other hand, if you see it as a comical show, a comedy, then it perhaps should even get a higher grade, furthermore the CGI is, well, you never when you see She-Hulk that you feel it's real. On the other hand, that doesn't have to be a problem as being a fan of the old puppeteer show Thunderbirds or Go. It could be okay, but this is more or less looking like Sims or something like that. And it's pretending being realistic and it isn't. So it should be less or it should be more, more or less. And somehow that feeling is worse in She-Hulk than in Bruce or in The Hulk. I mean, within this series. I think in the last episode, breaking the fourth, fifth, sixth wall was really great. I think the fifth wall is when she just went out of the selection tile for She-Hulk. And the sixth wall is walking into the writer's room. Really, really crazy. And as you I'm wondering, if she is integrated into the Marvel universe and she will appear in other series or movies that she will be more serious. Because if other series are not this hilarious, then taking her demeanor into that series would be very awkward probably. Okay, that will be all for this. I did follow you for Andor. But couldn't give feedback in time. Uh, but I'm listening to you and also following that series. Greetings. All the best, Fred from the Netherlands.
0: Pete, you know, we're always looking for organic ways to mention the other podcasts that we're doing. And here, Fred did it for us. So thank you for that, Fred. Uh, and um, I, I think too, Pete, Fred underlining that um, while there were some larger issues explored in this show, At its core, it's a show that is meant for fun entertainment, and that's okay.
1: And I think Fred's assessment is fair. You know, he's right about the criticism. It it seems to run either super super cold or super super warm, and it's okay too. All right, you know, he gave it a seven. That's fine.
0: And uh, Fred, a fan of the fourth wall break, as I think you know, all viewers were. Pete, is this when we should reveal that Fred is actually an AI bot that we have created <laughs> to appeal to our European listeners, or or is now not a good time for that? F-R-E-D. Ooh, that's the new... Okay. Oh, all right, everybody. Here's what you do. <laughs> Get on Twitter, at us, at Fred, which is petrified underscore Fred, right, Pete, yes. with the underscore? Okay. Um, and tell us obviously complimentary of course obviously this is tongue in cheek what does fred stand for there you go Uh, yeah this could be this could be fun as part of the the fantastic geek community i'm sure other people would be like Fred
1: needs to change his his handle to that
0: (laughs) uh maybe he could change his twitter thing to it to a robot or to the the kevin (laughs) fiji or the kevin you know um but fred you always bring a smile to our face
1: And also bringing a smile to our face are the people that go the extra mile, like Fred. uh, I think he
0: goes kilometers, but but go ahead.
1: (laughs) And uh, go to patreon.com slash fantastic geek. All sorts of levels to contribute at. Only takes a dollar a month, though, to get you behind that door. Can't contribute right now? Get yourself over to Apple Podcasts. Leave us a rating in seconds or a review in just a little while longer.
0: As we prepare to pack up our She-Hulk apartment, much like Jen Walters did. Oh, don't, uh, do
1: that. don't do that. Well,
0: Pete, as we prepare to put the She-Hulk podcast on low power mode until there's announcement of season two or whatever it might be, you know, we continue to be so honored to be listener supported by those patrons um but certainly in the interim pete who knows i mean there's not there's not a d23 around the corner but it only just takes the the briefest uh, i don't know announcement on disney plus for for when she hulk might return so how can people be in touch with you to talk about the future of jen Walters?
1: you can find me on twitter at peter p-i-e-t-e-r-j-k-l-r-k-e-t-e-l-a-a-r 12,775 followers can't be wrong
0: and while I'm personally on Twitter is looking back lost, do be in touch with the podcast comment on fantasticgeek.com. Check us out on Twitter, Instagram,
1: and Gmail, where we are fantastic geek as well. But wait, Pete, there's more facebook.com slash fantastic geek with the pH, all one word like it today.
0: Well, coming up, Pete on the pop culture podcast feed, we'll be talking Andor episode seven tomorrow and lower decks, uh, of episode three Oh nine on star Trek Sunday um as we always say at the end of a season especially with the future uncertain for she hulk i will certainly update this feed when there is new news about the show or the character uh but now pete end of the road uh for now on the she hulk attorney at law podcast so with that i will say adios to all our listeners and give you the final word
1: until next time